What is up? This is your man, Pate Smith. Thank you so much for tuning in. This podcast is a live podcast that was broadcast on Facebook the Friday following uh, a really rough week. But it's three friends, myself, Elliot, Black Johnny Quest, uh, Omaha-based rapper and a great guy. We all get in the studio and listen to each other and try not to give answers, but just discuss our feelings about these issues. This was a tough podcast, but we got through it because, you know, that's what has to happen. We listen to see, you know, how can we be better neighbors to one another, and that's what this podcast is about. So please, if you have differing views, let us know. Send us a message. We'll get you on the podcast. Appreciate it. Much love. What is up, black guy and a white guy walking in the studio listeners? You're here for a very special podcast from myself and my man, Elliot Harris. we got a special guest waiting right now. Or not waiting, but he's on his way. He's got CPT. He's on CPT. I can't say time because that's, that's part of the acronym. I got but, you. But uh, yeah, he's on his way. He's on his way. See, he said he's held up in traffic. This man literally is just leaving a protest. That's right. Literally leaving the, the Black Lives Movement protest here in the metro Omaha, Nebraska. Off 120th and Center. It just went down. It's still going down to 8 o'clock. Uh, it started at 5 o'clock. And uh, yeah, it's roughly a thousand plus out there on the uh, corner of 120th and Center. Uh, we call that West Omaha kind of-ish. Uh, and you know what? It's, it's peace and love out there right now. We've kind of got, you know, to a certain point where uh, you might have saw, you know, aggravated uh, drivers and aggravated uh, officers out there because uh, the protests went out into the middle of the street, literally holding up traffic during rush hour. But, you know, hey, what you going to do? Uh, at this time frame, I know everybody's dispersed inside the curbs uh, and still protesting peacefully. Uh, it's roughly 7.32 right now. So, uh, again, keep the peace out there, guys. Uh, keep the movement alive. That's why we're here tonight talking to you as well so uh hey kick it off bro man so when you get done with your protest elliot or maybe you stayed at home because you didn't want to because you didn't want to leave the house today oh yeah you said man i messed up my carpet the man you're gonna need to call is my man jeremiah 180 carpet cleaning so what we want you to do is get on internet the internet so internet explorer bing google yahoo whatever you choose to use ask jeeves like my man elliot still uses because it's 2002 and search 180 carpet cleaning omaha press call get my man on jeremiah on the phone and get that 99 dollars special get your carpet so nice and clean there you go and once you get your carpet clean or even before you think about getting your carpet clean if you don't even have a home to have a carpet cleaned in uh you want to look at my friend jeff gearing with mercury builders and contractors that's mercury builders and contractors give him a ring or actually look him up on uh Facebook, underneath Jeff Gearing, or Mercury Contractor Builders, Contractor Builders, if I can say that again, or uh, www.mercurybuilders.com. If you're looking uh, to build your home from scratch, if you're looking to redo uh, your home or redo a business, Jeff Gearing and his crew at Mercury uh, is definitely the folks you want to contract, so, or contact, excuse me, for contracting. There you go. Uh, so again, that's mercurybuilders.com. Check my man out. It's Mercury Builders and Contractors, Jeff Gearing. Tell them that Elliot and Tate sent you from a black guy and a white guy going to a studio. And hey, my man will hook you up for sure. System activate. Have you heard the joke about the one time a black guy and a white guy walked into the studio and made a podcast? The podcast of Omaha, Nebraska with hosts Elliot W. Harris and Pete Smith. This is a black guy and a white guy walked into the studio. System activated. (laughs) 
Awesome. Thank you guys for coming back with us into the podcast. This is my man, Elliot Harris, here, and Pate Smith. We're here for a black guy and a white guy walking in the studio. And we normally don't drop these on a Friday night. Not on a Friday. I got stuff to do. But not this week. We said we've got things to say. Some big, big things happening. Right. And uh, I texted Elliot this morning. I was like, dude, I think we got to do a podcast. And, and he was feeling it, feeling it. So obviously, man, this week has not been optimal to stay the least, man. A lot of bad things happening. I mean, I just want to, you know, ask you, Elliot, as a black man here in Omaha, you know, how are you feeling right now? Because, I mean, it's not, it's bad. I'm feeling, uh, I'm feeling hurt. I'm really feeling hurt. Uh, what a way to start the week off when you come from a vacation, you know, such as the fourth was. You know, you have a three-day weekend, and we enter into Tuesday uh, with the slain of a, a black man out of Baton Rouge, uh, and then we go into the next day, still fresh off of that into another slain in the Midwest out in Minnesota as yep. well, right? And so from there, again, I'm not going to go into detail as of yet because you guys already know you're up to current events right now, so you know what the two events I'm talking about on Tuesday and Wednesday were. From there, then we look at what? We look at... Uh, Dallas, man. Pro- we look at protests, right? Trying to be peace- peaceful protests uh, during this time frame because we had two really uh, heart-wrenching events that happened. And then what happens then? We have somebody take... Uh, a vigilant, a vigilante, a vigilante approach uh, to how they foresee this whole situation and kill five more lives. You know, not just anybody, but now we're aiming it towards, you know, quote unquote, the oppressor, the officers, right? I mean, that's debatable, so right? It's very debatable. We're gonna get into that as well. Uh, so five more lives were taken the other night uh, in Dallas. Five officers, I believe four of them were actually Dallas police officers, and one of them was a transit officer, I was heard. Is that, is that correct? Did you Man, I, that? I don't know about the transit. Okay. I just know but about he's still the police officer. He's still a police officer, though, or he's yeah. still an officer of a transit system. Uh, and then there was a lot of other people that were uh, injured at that time frame. Roughly 10 altogether uh, were hit, but five of them actually lost their lives as far as uh, our civil servants down in Dallas. So our hearts do go out to their families at this time frame and everybody else uh, out there as well. Not to mention what's happened in Minneapolis, uh, Minnesota, and then also uh, in Baton Rouge. So let's kind of talk about that. So my question for you, man, you know, it's hard for me, right? Because it's like I'm kind of put in a rough position, um, obviously, because I feel like you have to choose right now. You it's do. either one or the other. And I mean, I don't think that's fair, right? I don't know if that's what we should be doing. But I mean, what, you know, how did you, how did you talk to your daughter this week? Uh, it's funny that you say because I have not talked to my daughter for a week. Uh, my daughter was in Las Vegas. What, what's that about, you might ask, Elliot? My daughter was in Las Vegas. Uh, she was doing some competition dancing when all this was going on around the world. So I'm pretty sure she might be aware of it. She's nine years old. Uh, you know, you can't really miss it on the TV screens. But maybe maybe she might be immune for it for that week. Uh, she should be back this weekend. So when I do see her, we might have a conversation about it. We might not. I'm not Why sure. Why would you yet. not, man? Like, talk to me about that. Because, okay, okay. Because I, that's the one thing that I heard was, it's like, how, what do you tell your kids? And, you know, I mean, I think I was listening to D.L. Hughley, and he was like, I tell my kids, you know, like, basically to stay away from the cops because you never know. And, I mean, it's almost like they're talking about cops like you would snakes. You know what I'm saying? Like and I'm, hate, a, and I hate snakes too. I only know why I said that. That's a worse analogy. You made, well, but, the thing is, is yeah, like you ever pick up a snake and you're like, no. I but hate I mean, snakes. like that's how people are talking about it. You're like yeah. the snake, snake, snake might not bite you, but why, why try? Right. Like why? So it, it's like that's how we're looking at those that we're, you know, supposed to have protect and service. And I'm not saying they do or not. I'm simply coming from this uh, standpoint to provoke conversation on the matter. But you know. I mean, what would you say? Because that's a that's your 
you know, job as her dad? Do you say, hey, you know, some some of these people are bad, some are good? Like, how do you differentiate? That's my job as a parent, okay? It's my job as a parent, not only as a father, but as a parent. And it's her mother's job as well to explain this to her as well. Now, you know, those who know me, I might have a mixed child, you know? Her mother's white, I'm black, okay, whatever. Moving from that point, her family, she actually has a uh, grandfather who's a state trooper, retired, and she also has an actual uncle who's currently a state trooper. Amongst him, he has other people in his family, uh, in-laws that are uh, on the OPD police force, etc. I have friends I went to high school with that are on the OPD police force that I know currently at this time frame and I'm still cool with. If I saw them, I, I give them that all day. Um, there's still people, they're still humans. There, there are a few, when I speak to my daughter, I said if, I don't know if we had the conversation or not, because my kid is pretty much ADHD, you know, she's like, yeah, we'll talk about it, it should be all in her iPad or whatever. But when I have that conversation with her, it comes out to the point of there's good people and there's bad people, it's yin and yang, okay? Now, when we look at these type of situations, we just happen to capture the worst of the worst, okay, in these situations. People who did not think the situation through and took it upon themselves to take another person's life, okay? Now, those people, unfortunately, represent an entire group, an entire set, if you will, of uh, folks. And I'm talking about the police department. I'm talking about, you know, your civil servants, okay? So when you see this individual who takes another man's life on video, there's no escaping this. We've seen the videos from Monday and Tuesday. I didn't even watch the Tuesday video. You know, and the funny thing about the Tuesday video is I watched it by accident because I watched it pretty much when it was fresh. And I had to try to go find it again because they took it off so I can find it and make sure I saw what I saw. Because, you know, I'll get to that as well. That was just unreal. I'm like, this just happened yesterday. Yeah. Okay. And we haven't even, we haven't even got through that point yet. And now we're looking at it again. Totally different city. We're up north now versus down south. Further up north. And this happened up north. And now this guy was abiding the law. His girlfriend was very uh, cognitive of the situation that just happened. And, you know, she was very poised at the time frame. You know, after the fact, you know, she broke down, which is definitely the time to do that because now she's outside that situation. And now she's coming to grips with, damn, this man was just shot. This man that I love in front of me and in front of my daughter who's in the back seat. You shot a man in the front seat while a child was in the back seat. Again, these two things just happened in less than 24 hours, uh, you know, next to each other. So with that being said, the conversation to my daughter would be that, you know, there's good people, there's bad people in this world. Uh, unfortunately, just like in class, you know, I take it back to her class when she's in school. There's always that one little boy or one little girl who messes it up for everybody. Oh, yeah. So nobody can go outside and have recess, right? Now we all got to sit here with our heads down on our table. It's hot as hell in the classroom. I want to go outside and play. Probably high, probably high outside. If it's as hot well. inside. It's hot high outside. outside. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what it is. But now I got to sit inside. I'm get to enjoy my roughly 15 minute, 25 minute break to run around and play with my friends because you mess it up for everybody. All the other kids are good kids. Maybe there's some mediocre kids in that class. This is the one badass, bro. But the problem is, who thought he could take it upon himself? The problem is this. All right, go. Uh, <laughs> the people that are messing it up, it's not like they're talking or something like that. It's being loud. They're like legitimately. Killing people. And, and I'm talking to a nine-year-old now. Yeah, yeah. Now you're talking about how I relate to a nine-year-old. Yeah, but my, so. thing, my thing is like, and I'm not just talking about the police. I'm talking about all involved parties. What we're dealing with is 
the fact that people are okay with individuals taking other people's lives because, like, the police stood behind the police. You got me? And today, like... What's that code called, though? You know what that code's called? It's like Blue... Blue Shield? Blue Shield, yeah. Blue Shield, right. Yeah. What I mean, and I understand why they're trying to pull that off because it's like, hey, we've got to support our brothers, right? And so, But, I mean, at the same time, I get that a video doesn't show everything. Right. But at the same time, I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is bad. You know, I woke up today. You, you got my text. I got your text early this morning. I really, you, you know how I am. I still have a crust in my eye. I'm like, man, I'm, if you I'm, don't quit texting me. I'm up early. I didn't even feel this way after 9-11. And this isn't as large of a scale as 9-11, but like you and I talk about like terrorism, right? And like the definition of terrorism is acts that make, uh, make others afraid. Right. I mean, has there ever been a time in your life where I was walking to eat dinner tonight with my wife and like I caught a black dude out of the corner of my eye and I like turned for a second? Why? Subconsciously. Why? Yeah. Talk about that a little bit more. Yeah, I would do the same for a cop though too. And that's how much, what, how I feel like there's that much division right now. What time were you going to dinner? Like five something. And you turned. Where were you at? Um, West Omaha. So like the safest place in the country. And so you turned for one black guy. He wasn't a. Uh, it wasn't a group of black men. It wasn't him and somebody. It, what, it wasn't even about that. It was okay. like, oh, what? Like, oh. But were you? Ex- I wasn't expecting anything. That's just the thing. It's like right now, that's how on edge I am. And so I can only imagine, you know, if I was a black person and you saw a cop, or you were a cop, and you're at a traffic stop, like, what's in the back of your head? Because like that's my subconscious. At this point, is what's in your back of your head is pretty much at this current point in time. Yeah, it's survival, you know, and that's what we're all thinking as black men, as blacks in general, as minorities. We're thinking about survival because we don't know which cop we get, which cop is pulling us over, let alone the reason why. If it's something like we actually know, okay, we're speeding, or if there's a tail light out, you know, something of that nature, but. Regardless, you saw how that incident went on Tuesday. There was a taillight out, okay? He was carrying. He stated that he was carrying a weapon, okay? Mm-hmm. He has a permit to carry a weapon. I he had to get his wallet out. Yeah. From there, what happened? You get shot for stating the obvious, for letting them know ahead of time? He told him to get his, he told him to get his ID out, right? Yeah, reach for it. I was, he was following directions, following directions, and he gets four. Four shots to the body. When you saw that, how did you feel? Whether you're hurt, were you like, I, I can't do this anymore? I was just like, where's this world? What's this world coming to? I have to do this. What do you mean I can't do? Th- not have to do this. I w- I have to do this. I, there's no way to get out of this whole deal. You know, uh, there is a way to get out of the whole deal, but I'm not taking myself out of the equation. So somebody else, have, somebody else is going to do it for me, and I, I wish you would for real. I'm- but uh, I'm gonna have to do this. So I, I didn't think like that. I thought. Um, What's this world coming to? This is going to be like literally the end of days for this to happen in roughly four days. You know, and there's even a hanging in Atlanta. Was there really? I missed that. That was true. That was true. Somebody committed, quote, air quotes, suicide, you know, in Atlanta, you know, hung themselves from a park in a pretty public park in Atlanta. And that kind of got overshadowed, but still there. People realized what that, what happened there. People were saying like, well, you know what? Black folks don't really hang themselves. We're not really accustomed to hanging ourselves. I'm like, my kid hugs me up top of my neck. I'm like, oh, watch out, kid. Don't hug me too tight. <laughs> watch out, back out. So we don't really hang ourselves too much. Um, but, uh, yeah, so that's another bit that happened amongst the shooting that happened 
yesterday and amongst the two deaths of the uh, the black men on Monday and Tuesday. So it's what's what is this world coming to? What are we what are we doing? You know, and I talked to you before about this about how social media is taking grips on us. Oh yeah, you know, for sure. and I said it funny like I talk about entertainment and don't make uh, don't make stupid people famous. I talk about that, you know. And is this not the bipolar opposite? I mean, this is us using the same type of media that would make stupid people famous, capturing every moment in life, and now we're turning against the people who are supposed to be protecting us, you know, and showing them what their true colors look like. To serve and protect, dude, the last 48 hours doesn't look like that. I mean, it doesn't, but you got, I mean, 72 hours. you know, the me. whole thing is like, we also say, you and I have talked about this before on the podcast, like, that's just a small group, right? A small, a tiny portion. That, that. So, you say, so you say that's just a tiny portion. Um, yes, that is just a tiny portion, but that tiny portion ripples. It's a ripple effect, okay? Once that tiny portion hits the lake or wherever you're at, it ripples out. And it causes, that cause has an effect to it, Okay. So that tiny portion, once it hits, that cause and effect motion propels itself forward. And you're seeing that right now. It's happening here in Omaha at this very second on 120th and Street, uh, on 120th Street uh, up in the metro, up in West Omaha. It's happening, it happened last night in Dallas, you know, to a, a grim response, if you will. But it happened last night in Dallas. It happened in New York as well. It happened in New York. Excuse me, I'm getting mush mouth. That cause and effect is what you're seeing right now. I don't know how we're going to live out this next following week, you know? How are you going to smile tomorrow? I have a wedding to go to tomorrow. You know, I'm actually working away tomorrow. I have to go to this wedding and smile tomorrow and be happy-go-lucky, even though these event- these events have transpired, you know? At the DJ on Sunday, you know, and smile and, and do a really great job at what I'm doing, even knowing what events have transpired this past week. Monday hits, you know, it's a whole new day. It's a whole new week. You want to be refreshed. You want to think happy thoughts, right? But at the same time frame, it's kind of hard to move forward. The propaganda is upon us right now. The media has a, a big-ass slant on everything that's happening. Well, I mean, that's because... Everybody's it's... assuming. Hold on, go of... into that. What are they assuming? Oh, well, right now, you know, when it came to the uh, Bat Rouge incident, everybody's assuming if he had a gun or not, okay? Mm-hmm. Everybody's assuming if he had a gun or not. I can't see it from this angle, Okay. Uh, then the store clerk uh, had the better video, obviously, where he was literally several feet away yeah. from the uh, assailant and his uh, the victim, excuse me, and his and the officers. And you can see the officer grab something out of his right pocket. Was it too small to be a gun? What, what was it that he grabbed out of his pocket? They were so hovered over him, so close range on him. Does it even matter though? Is my question. Uh, as far as I what? Would, so What's, this is my thing. Until yeah. this point, like. I've always been like, man, if you, you know, the whole thing, like nothing bad happens after midnight. If, you know, if you don't do something bad, you wouldn't get put in these p- positions. I think back to you and I have joked about that Dave Chappelle killing him softly. Yeah. And Dave Chappelle's like jokes about in D.C. how, you know, the cops are killing black people like crazy and just spring a little crack on them, Johnson, and let's get out of here. Right. You know, I look back at that and like, I'm like, wow, have I been this jaded to these events that now that they're just happening upon us quickly... And, you know, we literally didn't have a chance to catch our breath. Yeah. And so finally... right there. We literally have not had a chance to catch our breath. What if it would have been two weeks apart? Like, we'd have been like, oh, you know, people are upset, but, right? But it's been like, it's been tight, you know, these last hundred hours, man. Exactly. 
Speak on it. And it hurts because it's like, oh, you know, we said this at the beginning of the podcast. It's like we're forced to choose one side or the other because you. it's almost like we you can't support. I can't be like pro-black people and pro-police, like as far as the media suggests, right? Right. Right. There's no, nothing in the middle. And as far as like the Black Lives Matter move, movement goes. Uh, which I mean, I want to. I would love for us to get into that on this podcast. There's not a middle ground there either. I and, mean, I guess, and I guess with that whole deal, I mean, yes, the black, the black lives, the Black Lives Matters movement focuses on the black lives because of what? CNF Alex okay. text. We're good. Um, it focuses on that because first of all, this is who's being affected by it right now. You know, uh, as we can see, as the media is portraying to us, right? Uh, it does not mean that all lives. Don't do not matter, matter yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, the focal point is Black Lives Matters. Uh, for the for the instances that we're seeing right now portrayed uh, in social media and again on the news through the media, so you have to take that with a grain of salt. You really do, and don't go too far down the rabbit hole. But you I know, mean, because then because then you get caught up yeah, in yeah. something that you don't understand. But I mean, what do you? How do you? How do you align yourself then? How do I align myself with it? Yeah. If, if, you know, we're sitting here like, you got to choose. I mean, like, if you get stopped on the ride home tonight, how do you feel? Like, what's it like? I feel like, you know, today's a good day. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's going to end a good day, and I'm not tripping. Now, a cop, it's going to happen like it's going to happen. Like, I don't even know if I got enough data to, like, record all that crap if it goes down like that, you know? So we'll see you how know, that works. Because could record this video. <laughs> I know, right? This video. I, this video. It's like, oh, God. You know, I'm like, hey, right here. And, like, my phone got, like, this nice little case on it. So they'll probably see that crap all day. Uh-huh. But uh, it doesn't matter. Um, sir, put the phone. Sir. What you talking about? No. Put the why, phone down. Why, why didn't you put the phone down? What you going to do? What you going to do? It could be here. You going to be famous? Come on. Uh, no, but, yeah, I don't even know how that's going to pan out. And you know what? I'll deal with that when I get to it. You know, so I'm not, not going to be that guy who walks down the street and passes a white guy and turns around and looks. Now, if it's five o'clock in the in the in the, in the evening in the evening or morning, I'm good with that. If it's freaking four o'clock in the morning or if it's two o'clock in the morning, even taking it further back, yeah, I might look just to check my surroundings. That's what I, I do that. I mean, but that's if I'm with I my wife or yeah. whomever, like you stated, I'm gonna be and I know my I know my area. I'm a little bit different. I walk around with my head up. My shoulders back, my chest out, you know, because I'm confident in certain things about myself. So if you want to test me on that, please feel free. I don't, I'm not scared about that. And I'll, sh- I'll flash you a smile all day because I'm not trying to show you that I'm aggressive. I don't know you. You don't know me. Let's treat each other with respect. That'll be the first, the first part that anybody should do for anyone who, uh, who approaches them. I don't know if it's a cop, pull me over. I'll treat you with respect, but show me respect as well. You know, I understand you're just doing your job. Tell me what it is that you saw that I did wrong. And let's move on. I mean, I feel like, you know, when we get Alex in here. It's going to be crazy. But if we post that question to him. Yeah. I don't feel as though he's going to see that mm, as level-headed as you currently are. Right. Because because I see my situation. I see the things I do. I don't do anything to, um, I don't react as quickly. I'll tell you that much right now. Like, I don't react as quickly, you know. And that's a good thing. It's a bad thing. It's kind of a passive aggressive type of deal. And some people know me will tell you about that. I'll sit there and I'll think about it for a second before I react. Because what I say is going to be detrimental to my relationship with that person in front of me. And like I said before, like freaking skipping rocks on the pond, man. It's going to bounce a couple times and it's going to have that ripple effect. Whatever I say is going to have that ripple effect. Whatever I do is going to have that ripple effect upon myself and upon people around me. 
You know, I have to I have to tread lightly, man. I have to tread lightly. That's how I that's how I operate. And I can be all aggressive on this side. I can be all aggressive on that side. You know, I understand both sides. But where do you think that comes from? That where you're like, I gotta tread lightly. So like, when was that decision made? Like, or oh, what brought what, or what brought you to that? Like, what? A long time ago. I mean, it comes down to just vulnerability of what people know about you. You can open up in any type of aspect of your life and watch it be all good and roses and watch it come back and hit you in your ass later on. I don't care if it's relationships. I don't care if it's friendships. I don't care if it's business. People like to use shit against you all day, you know? So let me say something really off the cuff, you know, and have that come back and kick my ass, you know? I mean, there's certain people out there in the community, in higher standings, you know, we'll even call about, talk about Hollywood, you know, who are trying to speak on the moment and who are getting kudos for the way they're speaking and people are being shunned for the way they're speaking about the incident that just happened. Uh, Drake getting, you know, applause for his uh, open letter that he he wrote. I didn't see it. What? what uh, well, I can't. I don't have it. I can pull it later. Give me like a well, quick I, rundown. Well, I, dude, stay with me. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. We'll go back around it. All right. So Drake getting applause for his open letter. Uh, Beyonce again uh, for hers. I haven't seen anything from Kendrick yet that I, I haven't seen anything. But I'm not saying it's not out there. Uh, you know, a tweet coming from uh, somebody like uh, what's his name, Fetty Wap. You know, gets shut down real quick. You know, because of just simple thing that he said, you know, like, I have mixed kids, all life matters. That's what he said on this tweet, you know, and everybody just jumped down his throat. And he came back out and apologized because he didn't know what he was referencing when he hashtagged all life matters. Okay. Um, again, I'm, we can get into that in a second. I'm just trying to show some points as far as hierarchy is concerned and how you have to use your position, you know, which I'm not super high up. I know that right now, you know. But definitely, things can come back to bite you in your ass. Trump, Hillary, shit like that, right? So you have to think about things. Are we cussing? I just did. Who cares? Uh, <laughs> uh, I didn't know if we were being like super nice on this deal or what. I don't care. Uh, but things come back to bite you in your ass all day. So you have to really watch out for that. And right now, I it's, it's too emotional right now. It's too emotional out there. In the streets, it's too emotional. And everybody's got, you know, sugar fingers turning into Twitter fingers. Oh, yeah. It's Drake right there. It's your Drake. <laughs> you know, everybody's got something to say right now on social media. And um, definitely, I'm sitting back and watching. And I'm, I'm not posting very rare stuff on my Facebook page and listening. And this is another avenue for me right now, being on the Black Guy and the White Guy show, plug for us, to air out my grievances. But I definitely want a second-hand view, not only from you, but from another Black guy who's going to be yeah. here in a little bit. So, well, Speaking of, man, where is our... Where's our man, the reco- the recording artist Black Johnny Quest? I mean, he's in traffic. He's coming from the protest on 120th and Center. He's uh, kind of far up. We're so, downtown right now. So all, right, all right, podcast listeners, I know you're waiting for that, so we're still gonna bring it. But I mean, oh, he's here. I'm gonna get him. All right, cool. All right, so nothing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. She Facebook, she Facebook, uh, Facebook listeners, we appreciate you guys holding on with us. Our man was uh. Our man was in traffic. Come yeah. in, man. Come yeah, in. Man. We got Alexander Elliott, a.k.a. No, 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 use my government name. No, use the government name on here. A.k.a. Black Johnny Quest, the oh. rapper, in the studio. You got it. Okay. Yeah. A little bit late. Hey, ain't late. He's on time. He's on a CPT. <laughs> Sorry, bro. You're good, man. Traffic. Traffic is a fucker. 
What's up, man? What's up? Good to see you, brother. Good seeing you. Uh, yeah, what's going on? Very nice, solid. It's all good. So, man, we're like 30 minutes in. We, we're blessing the people with a little information. Really? We're not really saying too no, much. Nothing too much. Yeah. We, we wanted to wait till you got in here to hit it hard, man. Well, you just got back from the protest. Yeah, I just got back from the protest. Uh, the live stream over there. Oh, live stream. What's up? What's up, Facebook? What up, Facebook? You know what it is, Black. Uh, I just got back from the protest. Took some photos. Um, you can see them up on... Um, um, Black Lives Matter protests and solidarity on Facebook. What's up? Yeah, it was beautiful. So many different people, really uh, a multi-ethnic experience. So, um, but what I took a photo of this two, this black girl and this white girl sitting together, the little baby sitting on the grass, was watching, and then two little uh, dolls next to him. That one was black and one was white, and I was like, "What the fuck?" You know what I mean? Can I cuss on this fuck show? I just asked that earlier. Yeah, so yeah I mean, I uh, uh, try to keep it PG. I, keep iTunes PG. gave us parental, uh, the parental advisory, but we got to keep it PG still. Okay, cool. All right. Well, <laughs> shit. <laughs> right. Um. So and it was like it was really really. I just I was like, well, thank. You. It was really crazy because right behind me, I was taking this photo, and there's like two snipers on the top of the Burger King. Then For one, real? There's two snipers on the the bakers, bakers yeah. and it was lit man it was crazy but uh, i saw so many people out there and you know one of the things i think why 120th was such a good place to choose was because of the you don't i mean if you do it like east of 72nd street i mean all right like you know but out there they don't they don't see the how much culture omaha really has you know and it was a really good moment to remind people like you know there's a lot of there's a lot of different multi-ethnic backgrounds and families and people who frankly excuse my wine is the last time I cut but I'm fucking fed up with the bullshit in our system right talk now. about it talk about it um I mean back in 2007 2008 you heard people get jacked by the cops like ever happened it happened to me I've been I'm a victim of police brutality and right. all this shit it's you know it fucks you up and oops sorry alright I'm done with the cousin and um one thing it I uh, I gathered from everything was that is is this this system in place and the lack of actual hands on care. You know what I mean? Lack and, of checks. Well, not well. I don't know if it has anything to do with like funding or anything like that. But more no, so, I'm talking about like checks. Like, there's no check on. Oh, well, that those in charge. That too, and I mean the the corruption in our society is already is ridiculous on a ridiculous level. But I mean the. I don't understand. I guess it's really hard to, you can't really tell somebody like how, you can always say how hard it is to be black, but people don't really don't know unless they live it. So, but the blind, the blind judgment, the blind assumptions and the blind, um, just point blank hatred is, you know, eventually, oh man, um, James Baldwin wrote a beautiful poem about it, but, uh, or not, yeah, yeah, no, no, Langston Hughes, excuse me, not James Baldwin. I was reading him earlier. Langston Hughes wrote a beautiful poem, but I forget the poem, but I uh, touched on that. My friend uh, posted earlier. But, I mean, with the photo I took, basically what it meant to me was there's like a little ray of hope that eventually people are going to get older and smarter and more aware. But right now, I mean, you know, we got you know who to deal with, man. Lord fucking Voldemort of... Uh, the White House. You That's know. what's up. And yeah. we, we, we are in one of the most tense and critical times, I feel like, in American history in a long time. Since probably it's been felt since maybe Vietnam and 
you know, prior. Like, you look at, like, Desert Storm and stuff like that, and we know why we were over there. Let's be real. Like, to establish some type of connection with oil, oil. And, and a presence in the Middle East. And we can talk all day about oppression and how people view whatever. But when... <laughs> When I'm just getting done watching something about Alton Sterling, and I'm sitting in my house, and I'm on Facebook, and then I'm scrolling through my friends list, just off the timeline, just what I'm doing, you know what I mean, while I'm waiting for some shit, and... You're good, man. Hey, I really apologize. I was like, you're good. Like, you're I'm good no, no, keep it real. But, but I just want to be done real. Please excuse my language, and I don't mean to offend anybody, but uh, when I'm looking at my uh, timeline, and I see a live broadcast yes. of a woman with tears coming down her eyes and a man whose arm is swollen up because it's been riddled with bullet holes. Yeah. And I hear the cop going, oh, I told him. And I've never seen a, a woman more composed in my life. That's what I was saying before I mean, you got she here. She represents yeah. so much of what is good about, you know, black women in this country. And then, and that young man, you know, uh, Mr. Castillo, he... He represented someone, is a model U.S. citizen, a model, regardless of the skin color, a model U.S. citizen. He he exercises right to carry, and he spent time with his family. He just had a, he wanted everything like you and me, like what we wake up for. And in same with Mr. Sterling, he just got up every day. I get up every day, and we come here to hustle music to do what we can to make it for ourselves. There. None of these crimes, if they even did commit crime, the not Mr. Uh, Castile, because he has no criminal record, but Mr. Stone, even if he did have anything involvement, what he did is not a punishable offense. It's not capital punishment worthy. You don't kill someone, okay? You don't, you don't, you don't kill, and it, it doesn't matter who it is. I mean, and we lost two Latino brothers too that same that same week. It's been going crazy, and for us to, you know sit by as a nation not doing anything, as a country not doing anything, is pure negligence. We've been being negligent for too long, and I've been a part of that. I didn't vote for Obama. I didn't even vote. I was all in the conspiracy theories of smoking weed and being a, you know, whatever, until I actually, instead of watching YouTube videos, I started to read, read, read more and more. And I, I really can't, I really can't fathom, you know, that it's gotten this bad, that you can go on your Facebook and go on your Facebook and watch live things happen. You can if, if people watch did it, right if right right now. But if people did it, there if people had Morris mind to do what that young woman did, you'd be probably astonished at what you see. Even if it wasn't even something connected to what we're talking about. I mean, that's one thing that Elliot and I said. If you get stopped, I mean, is your first move now not to pull out your phone because? No, I already I mean, have let, my phone. Like when me, I'm going to let me document about, this. Yeah. Well, I do that, but I can, when I get pulled over, I put I take my phone put record on and set it in the far reaching roll my window down keep my hands up already have my license plates and license and registration going out and you know i'm adopted my parents are white i my neighbor i had um growing up with these kids jacob adams parent adams and adams family they lived down the street too and you know she had, we were getting older and i remember she, their mom advising my mother to uh you know have a talk like what to do when you get pulled over, you know, or you get stopped by the police. We just talked about that. And, I asked Elliot. Yeah, yeah, I was like, as a black man, what do you do? What's the it's, difference? It's, and this thing is like, it doesn't matter who you like. It just looks you look scary to people because they don't. You're foreign to them. When I go 
out one thing is funny like and it's subtle it's like racism is subtle now people want to the only like it's still it's it's prevalent and it's still there people say oh you don't remember like points where it happened and didn't happen no it was always there it's just now with the help of social media it's being brought to light the 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 scary and ugly underbelly of america that people you know, think that only happens once in a while in big cities. Thank you. It's being drudged up, isn't it? From these current instances, instances that you've seen recently, and then obviously, obviously throughout the years past, it's yeah. being drudged up, and now it's come to a, a really quick. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying like it escalated super quick this week. We're it like, did. It, but this is the thing is because this one is just like we're tired of it. Like why, 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 why does this man who and if that if that police officer who's a novice was sitting there, gun drop. What are you doing, dude? You shouldn't even be out on the street. You should be doing cler- clerical work if you cannot com- have composer to do that. Especially, uh, you know, it's just in its and it's. But I mean, it's just another one. There's this documentary and it was uh, called Super Nigger, and it was about this black man who got gunned down 21 times, and this was in 2000 and I think one or before that maybe, and. You know, not one thing, not put 21 bullets. In was that guy. what Wyclef sang that song about? I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. It's like, he's been gunned down 21, or it's 21. Sh- yeah, I think he did. You need to check that it out. It could be. Sorry, my bad. No, you're fine. But, like, it's, it, I mean, I'm, I've grown up, not like, Always knowing that I was different than the way my parents looked. I've grown up, and you know, they raised us in North Omaha because of that, to where they would be the some somewhat of the minority, which I commend them for. You know what I mean? And but I remember wearing a holy name, and there was like little slip shit that racist people would say. I remember it actually was cool because when I got into public school, it was like there was. But I mean, I just remember it's always been there. It's like you can never change being. I mean, we were just joking about like how this isn't something new. Mm-hmm. Um, like we're because Elliot and I both love that uh, "Killing Them Softly" by Dave Chappelle. Yeah, and Dave Chappelle talks about like back in DC, it's like white people didn't even notice. It was like, uh, all right, Johnson, spring some crack on them. Let's get out of here. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, he was, yeah, yeah, no, it's that real. It's like, like going on that like, happened to me before. So <laughs> exactly what you're saying. You said it wasn't crack. It was weed. And that happened to me. is happened to me and my boy Andre. And we got hemmed up. I got just got done taking photos with my mother at downtown, taking family photos. And I'm like, okay, I'll see you guys a little bit. I stop up at the park just to say what's up to people. Because that was a spot back then, you know what I mean? And... I go say what's up to my homie and peace, go back to my car. This white guy comes running like him, 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 points at me. And I got arrested with an ounce of weed that I never even saw. And so I got charged for it. And then I was like thinking like, you know, I don't have money for a lawyer or anything like that. What should I do? And uh, fucking ate that shit, dude. Because like, what can you do? The fucking judge isn't going to believe me, you know, a, black kid with tattoos but i mean like i mean well but he doesn't know that like, oh yeah and it's just this one of the that's when i knew i guess it was real like and then now i'm to the point now where i'm just so let's talk up. about that man because you've been putting like some stuff on your facebook i could tell you're hurting you know what i'm saying yeah like, and I mean, i'm hurting for the the family and i'm still in the you know and i'm also hurting for the, the families of those police officers that we lost too and you know there's some of them weren't even white you know they're Latinos and what's happened to the black brown you know 
population is is crazy. We've had a lot to, to overcome, I think, as a group, and uh, uh, as you know, being minorities. But I mean, it's just you can't, man. You just uh, it's really crazy just to think about. Like I don't, I can't, I can't find any solace anymore. In, like any like. So going back to the protest, or yeah. not even the protest, the rally. Cause yeah. I don't even want to call it. Yeah. I no, mean, it was a protest. It was a positive, peaceful protest in like solidarity. That's let's call it really what it was, because we were protesting the negativity and the violence that's going around our country, and that's happening to people of colors and and people of in all ethnic backgrounds. We were tired of it. Enough's enough. I mean, besides, you know, God. Besides violence, like what do you yeah. feel like? I can, it's going to take, I think, a whole of people of it's education. I think is a huge thing. Um, but I mean, it's it's just going to take making enough noise to the point where we get it wrong. Because the only the only the thing is, what's crazy is, I mean, we have a lot more power than we than we look like and that people know. And I think. I, I mean, most people are bummed out. We have a shrinking middle class. We have already people aren't aren't getting what they should be getting, you know, to be able to live. So we have that ailing us. Then we have, you know, no offense to anybody, but our two presidential candidates who are completely, you know, I think they're part of the problem. And this system where, you know, money and corporations are controlling everything but it's also a form of of control and racism i think it that it is you know systemic racism and there are so many different facets that trickle down and then they affect people differently every day but one thing i'll say is like i can explain it like like this like going into say i'm going into a store with my mom and my dad you know and th- th- no one knows that's my mom. I'm black. You know what I mean? No one knows that's my pops. That's my- I'm black. And then they, they see me. Like, there's times when people fall on my ass around the store. And then until I come, like, hey, dad, you ready to go or something. Then like, you know what I mean? And then, and I'm like, you see, we'll get, like, you see that? Just follow me. One time I got accused of stealing at Blockbuster. I remember that. Yeah, Blockbuster. Dude, on 30th Street. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. They think that's a kid. think that's a kid that grabbed Back to the Future Yo, Part 2. Exactly. And, they, and I was with my, my friend Matt. And uh, I, I think I ended up calling my dad from the store. And I was like, you need to come down here. They think I'm like robbing the place or stealing it or something. And he came down there and raised up hell and stuff. But I mean, it's like it's always like it's this it's but it's, it's those small things, and then on t- it's it's bigger things too. A lot of people say like, you know, well, like I saw what's that meme everyone's doing right now? Like you know, someone shoots up a uh, a nightclub in Florida, and then you know you'll find every the majority uh, right wing people who say, oh, they should have guns. They should have had guns. They should have yeah. people. And so then you know, Mister um, Castillo. Landrell, he legally carrying rights, not doing anything wrong, but hanging out with his family, being a normal American. He gets shot. Well, you should. And then, then, then the right wing says, "Well, you shouldn't have that gun. You know, you shouldn't have a gun on him. You know, he shouldn't be black, is what you're meaning." And I think that's what everyone stirred up and angry about uh, that sentiment right there. The fact that like the KKK, you know, now started. They don't wear hoods anymore. They wear you know ties and suits and. 
they have old, old, old money. And not all. Like, like KKK people I know from Alabama. Not though. I think those guys are like just, they're barely made. Those I think yeah. they're just pissed off. Yeah. <laughs> they still have roots, actually, really. You know, but I mean, it's just, you know, no that there's, there's, you know, there's, there's evidence of they're that. They're still on I mean, horses because their trucks broke. Yeah. I mean, but, you know, those guys, <laughs> damn it's, 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 real, it's real out here. And I don't know, every day I'm getting woken up again. Like, I'm nervous. I'm nervous to be out. I'm nervous to, like, be myself Dude, well, in here's public. My, here's my deal. I'm like, one of the, like, I'm kind of bummed I'm having you on about this. It's I'm good being, we're talking about it because we never have a dialogue. No, I mean, maybe being, people will be So, like, I love you as, like, you're one of the funniest dudes uh, I've met since I moved here. Yeah. I mean, like... Not now, day. though. I'm an asshole today. I'm pissed! <laughs> <laughs> I'm angry, dang it! But, like, every time I see you, it's, like, such a fun time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like... Like, I hate to say this, but, like, it's killing our vibe. Like, it's, it's, six- it's not killing our vibe. Because, you know what? Like, at the end of the day, we know who we are, and we know where we're living. And if people... more Maybe more people... Could be a black guy and a white guy in the studio. Now you're the minority in the studio. Do a quick roll around the camera. He's the minority. Mm-hmm. Black of the berry, the sweet of the juice. All right. <laughs> no, but I mean, like you're you're making. If people could just do even a little of what you're doing, making an attempt, standing in solidarity, being opinionated, being outspoken, that's gonna make a. We gotta. I mean, now it's time. Like people are going crazy, so it's gonna get worse. You know what I mean? It makes you kind of think about like. Like weird, you know. Sometimes you're just reading things about weird FEMA camps and stuff like that. Could this be one of those moments? We were just talking about that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we were talking about that earlier today, right? And it's, I mean, like I was saying, this is one of the most important times of our lives as Americans, and we need to dictate how the our country will. In what future do we want to go? What I mean, you got a you you got a kid on the way, right? Fuck no. I thought you did. No, man. No, we're working on babies. Yeah. Maybe that's what I... Maybe that's working what I want. I think you told me that they were working but I got, on I, You know, I got some great homies who got kids. Yeah, right. And that's why we're Elliot and I compare every... Because now we're dads. You or, both got kids? Yeah. I, bro, I got twins. What? Yeah. Brand new twins. Get out! Yeah. That's dope. Brand, four months today. All right. Yeah, yeah. I can dig it. That's great. Yeah. I mean, but it's like that. It's like... um, It's really important for, for our children to grow up in a society where they can be first you know they know that and they can have the comfort and the privilege to be treated like humans and to, well it's not a privilege to be treated like humans i think it's a natural it's a right but i'm saying the privilege to to go after whatever they want and not be treated any other way based on how they look who they are what they think i think that's you know that's where we want that's where we want to be at and that's and, where, and like a theme of non-division that's my thing well that and this is what it is now it is division they're trying to i mean like there's a lot of race raiders out there man and there's a lot of people who want to drive shit apart and they don't understand like and they make money off of it that's like, that you, you you're doing right like those those that little CNN. blonde girls cnn well it's all media i mean we could talk it's all awesome. these i mean yeah, all I these things that could bring up and like we've i've been like adhd on this show because i mean there's so many different topics, facets and yeah. topics that can that kind of formed into this conglomerate of fuckery that we need to discuss and to work out. But, I mean, you got the school-to-prison pipeline. You got, um, all right, looks, okay, you got um, the fact, you know, racism in the school system. Uh, people not being, you have, we have immigration issues right now. People not being able to survive. People getting deported and they're serving our country. We have veterans issues. We have corruption problems. We have... All these different things, and there's something. There has to be a root cause of it all. 
because you think with the amount of people who are pissed, something would come up, but you know what I mean? But it's like people that fear control them so much. So the fear of a black man, the fear of diversity, the fear that, you know, their, their, their surroundings are changing. And I mean, it's probably just going to be when everyone's blended, you know, when everyone's all over the place, you know what I mean? And we're getting there, but... I mean, you know, in my household, there's, like, not much blended, but my wife kind of looks Asian, so I'm yeah. going to go with that, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> well, there you go. My, well, my house is blended. My wife's Mexican, you know what <laughs> Oh, I mean? yeah. And then, so... I met her at that, uh, at the La Maga Arst- release. That, or I thought it was, oh, yeah, I thought it was a studio. I met her before the opening of the studio because okay. Lamaga was before that. Oh yeah, yeah. at the at, on the thirty eighth. Yeah, 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 y'all just married then, right? No, we got married in July. This will be a year. Okay, and, yeah, yeah. So we are like five um, months in. Couple days. Yeah. Oh snap! Mm-hmm. What's your uh, well, anniversary? Well, yeah, the thirteenth. Okay. What, what are we doing for your anniversary? Where are we going to? Where are we going? Oh no, man. We went. We already did Hawaii. That's fun. But I think we might just go to. Uh, Colorado and cool out. And nice. Just, I don't know. I want to go do something that involves jazz and art. I want to check out something like that. And, okay. You know, eat some weird food, maybe. Keep it classy and Keep romantic, it, man. Yeah, romantic. I like that. All right, man. So, yeah. I got some more questions. These chicken wings are romantic. <laughs> <laughs> they are. I like them a lot. Uh, yeah, they've yeah. Been, they've been, chicken wings have been romantic in the Smith house. Hey, you can't. You can't a, deny how uh-huh. sexy those things are. They are uh-huh. dead sexy, man. Mm-hmm. Especially when you put the bread on it. I like breaded chicken, man. No, I'm, I can't I'm do that. I, need I this, like that. I need the black, classic wings. The yeah. black down here has used to have breaded chicken. That, used, that was my thing, man. Like, what do you mean breaded chicken? Like breaded chicken. Like the chicken with the bread. Okay. He, so, wants yeah. bre- he wants like dipped in fl- egg yolk and flour right. and then fried. And fried and then put some barbecue sauce on that. Okay, yeah. I mean, I'll do any. You'll I'll do, do that. It's, I mean, I'm not mad at it, but that's I just like the skin. Take it. Hot wings. Out. Yep. It's delicious. Trust and believe, man. If we go down the black and they still have it, that's what we're doing, man. We just went way off the track. You know, we're talking about black people and then we're talking about chicken. Ain't that messed up? No, I love chicken and <laughs> black people. <laughs> it goes together, man. You know what I'm saying? I love uh, all of those things. No, but you had some really great points that you've been talking about here the whole time. Again, if you guys are just tuning in, just tuning in, uh, we got Black Johnny Quest. That's Black Johnny Quest right there. Samson Simpson. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Myself, Elliot, we got paid up in here. It's a black guy and a white guy walking the studio. It's hot as a mug up in the attic. And we're talking about, you know, the race debate. I'm sorry, I can't hold this camera and talk at the same time. Uh, we're talking about the whole race debate. Uh, is what's happened this whole it's a week. Pleasure to be on, by the way. Oh, oh yeah, yeah for sure, man. Great. So I'm glad I can finally got unfortunate circumstances. We'll get you well, all on a fun was, topic. Okay. He was late, but he was at the protest, 120th and Center. Okay. It was lit. It was lit. Black, white, Colombian, Mexican, Argentine. Everybody was out there peeing. It was it was a beautiful, beautiful display of care and solidarity for the families that we have. Uh, you know, who are going right now through mourning, and it's just, it just shows so much of uh, where we're at as a people, and we need, I think one thing is just known is we need to make sure that we're always being vigilant and open about what's in our hearts. As far as if you, if you see injustice, say something about it. If you see, you know. I mean, that's probably been the problem, right? Well, it's like we've been sick, because it's always easier to say, Oh, that's them. Mm-hmm. And like, I mean, even like in the black community, it's like easy to forget about things because it's hard work, right? It's hard. Well, it's not that in the black community it's hard work. It's that white people forget things over like that. You know, one thing, um, someone I was speaking to made a point. We were talking about doing another, we were talking about doing a kind of a 
just a you know a open performance and speak, uh, giving people a chance to speak about how they feel. And her name's Mary uh, Lawson, and she's in the band Mason Jinx or Mason Jinx. Mason Jinx. Mason Jinx. I always out Lincoln. Uh, yeah, yeah, they're they're, they're fire. Dope. And then, oh, gosh, all of them are very talented people. So, um, um, but our student was like, "Yo, maybe we should plan this out so we could actually do something and try to raise something." But she said, "Like, well, yeah, I'm down to do that." And I hope she's not mad at me for quoting it, but she's like. Well, you know, white people are, and this is totally true, and it's been said, you know, before, but it's like, people are just, you know, in lamest terms, and frankly, she was just like, white people forget so quickly. If I something mean, something else will happen. Go ahead and tell you, it's not just that. Like, I'm telling you, as a white person right yeah. now, it's not popular and it's not beneficial as a white person, like, in. Oh, I think it's suicide, man. I think it's career suicide for white people. But listen, like giving up. Oh, my! You know, my mom and dad they they gave up. You know, fifty percent of their white privilege because of you know because with having me and me being there and always being there. You know, which is they had to. They look. They still. There's still stuff, and it's like it wasn't always easy. Like I have to. I still like now. I have to explain stuff to them sometimes about. Like, cause they don't know about memes and stuff like that and all these crazy things. So, but I always tell them, I'm talking about current events and, you know, it, it is hard, uh, sometimes for, for black people and blacks in America to get white America to look at us and to say, Hey, 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 this happens. Bernie Sanders, it was dope. He let Black Lives Matter come. One difference, all the other people, he let, you know, black two Black Lives Matters come on associates come up there and... And, and, you know, tear, tear the world a new one. And that's amazing. And that needs to happen more. And I mean, like, it's, it's, uh, it shows so much character to me, like what I would look for in someone I would vote for. You know what I mean? But I mean, people like that, you know, are, are what's going to shape and I mean, I, shift, you know, I the, the think, white mass and my, yeah. white majority from, from, um, from like not caring about it or not, or being afraid of it to actually, getting involved and getting but so many white people do don't get me wrong there's white people all day fighting and but but now but you know we need to get that that the rest of that you know what i mean we need to get that i mean i think back. i think this time in society i mean because i text him this morning and i was like man i was like i have like i didn't feel like i woke up today and it was okay like looked at my schedule and i was like all right i can go to the gym in this period i literally thought of stuff so i was like man do i even want to go to the gym today because I was so bummed out because, mm-hmm. I mean, in two, I was like... <laughs> I'm sorry, but that's so funny, man. Like, listen, I wanted to go to the gym. <laughs> but I was in a terrible mood. <laughs> it is just like this white guy's... Like, I was going to go to the gym, goddammit. I still went, I no, still, I I still went and hit shoulders. Yeah. But, okay, you got to work out. You know I got it in. I know, you got it, dude. But, uh, Twins, man. Twins. But, uh, yeah, but I was, I was like, text Elliot, and I was like, I didn't even feel this way after 9-11. You know what I'm saying? And it was because well, it's our own people doing it to us. It's yeah, our own American. We're like terrorizing ourselves right mm-hmm. now. And we're not just doing it by killing each other. We're also doing it by allowing ourselves and like our brothers and everyone we deal with on a day to day basis to continue this like it's rhetoric, expression of hate and like complete division. Like well, it's, it's the rhetoric. Yeah. I mean, rhetoric matters. Just like Black Lives Matter, rhetoric matters. And these these people, these small, 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 small-minded people and ignorant, biased people 
are so hell-bent on disrupting or causing some type of... I mean, they used to to say that we, we, you know, were one-third a person. They used to say that black people's brains were smaller. And no... it, it, it's it's just it's it's ridiculous and the rhetoric though I mean it all stems from that and that Jim Crow and you know before that and before that and you know and, and slavery and everything but it's the rhetoric that that you know we're going to come take your country from you we're going to take all your jobs and I mean, I mean the jobs most people's jobs don't want to do everybody else is doing like anyway so it's like minorities are doing them we built this fucking country. We we did by pick the only reason I even exist here is because of slavery, which is kind of crazy to even comprehend. And there you could like again we could talk about that for hours. But I mean the only reason I'm existing in the twenty first century is because of something that took place that I had no control over. And it's 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 super, super crazy that we go from building a country, building its infrastructure, uh yeah, same with how uh, Asian Americans and Asian immigrants came to this country. Same how natives who've been here before, who 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 lay right, have right to this country. It is their country, you know. There's always been this propaganda wheel and burning fireball, just throwing out hate, 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 hate. and it can be subtle, you know. Move from this neighborhood to that neighborhood. You don't. I heard it's dangerous. It's in your face. Donald Trump with his little Star David thing that he did, which was like... I never saw it. You saw it, dude. I was heated. Yeah. It was just pure disgrace to see that. Yeah, man. Saddening. I mean, here's a question. I mean, like, how will you feel, you know, like, if he gets elected? Donald Trump? If if he gets elected? Um, Sad... Angry. I mean, you guys will just go like Elliot and I have talked about. I don't know if did you listen to our least political political podcast by chance. Was that the one that Jack Tag was Jack Harvey on that? Uh, one? Nah. No, no, okay, no. so Elliot and I talked about uh, maybe it was the first one we talked about when your daughter and we were, and Elliot was like thinking back when like Barack got elected and he was like, oh my god, what's possible? Yeah, right. For my daughter. So like you guys went from um, you guys like. Yeah, watch out for those. <laughs> I mean, I've been catching you. You, you guys, people, you from... people, you guys. You talking about just <laughs> me and him? Or... I don't know. But, I know, right? Uh, but like, went from like you know super high because like we you know never had a black president to now like debatably um, as many people in the country see it as you know just a horrible you know possibly a horrible person um, as far as like racism goes with some of the things he said. Um, I mean, it's got to be race baiting like, stuff, and I mean like. I mean, you know about Donald Trump. He's been kicking people out of homes in New York since the 80s. He's a slumlord. He's a misogynistic, one-track mind buffoon. And, I mean, he has... But, I mean, that's how you... And to get to be a president? Mm-hmm. How do you think you get to be president? Not like that. I mean, every... I'm going to tell you... I that, don't think he's going to be president, so... He might not. But, I mean, it's a 50% shot, right? I don't think so, man. I think we got a lot more sane people than we do. I mean, that might, the thing is, is though, is like we have to get black people, white people, people who feel the same way voting and on something. I mean, like, it's real shitty situation who we have to choose from, but we don't really, we, but we, I mean, if people really get together and think about it, we have more than just that choice, but. Who? Bernie? Well, Gary Johnson? Bernie, Gary Johnson, 
Jill Stein. I think all those people are, could be beautiful candidates. But I mean, it's hell, too- me, I run for president. I'm gonna run for mayor in 2030 in Omaha. So I want people's votes. Black Johnny Quest for mayor is coming. <laughs> all over your face. If you yeah. if, if you run for if you run for president, I want to be uh, in charge of funding for the campaign. You could, we could get some cake. No, I wouldn't do. Pre- I would do. Pre- if I could be a president, I would. But I would. They wouldn't lie. I'd get assassinated real quick. I'm <laughs> to change everything. Like, everything's changed now. But, so. I mean, I, I would, you know, that, oh, this is tough because with our choices, and, it, you know, I mean, how much energy are you going to put into another candidate? Because if you put in... It's better than not voting, though. Putting in your energy into something else. I mean, like, in a perfect world, we know what's going to I mean, I think we all know what's going to happen. I think that there's too many... People who may still have ailments spiritually, mentally, but they're not stupid, and they're not going to put someone who has no foreign policy whatsoever. Right. In I don't place. know, man. I they, feel like it just he, won't happen. I, I mean, there's like too he, much money. I feel like I think he there's will. too much money to do. I think this is how you. This is two. One of two things. This is one. You give them. You get the president you deserve. Our country deserves, and with our actions, we've been seeing what we deserve, and it's going to be. Donald Trump is such a horrible, horrible, horrible president that we have the next person they get is going to we're going to look at it as like a godsend, and it could just be this. And then the same thing keeps going on. Or another thing is you get somebody so hideous and de- de- despicable to run, and then you all get we all get Hillary, and you know maybe and that's a whole another can of worms. But I I right now man I just like right now my heart is with like people that's all i'm concerned with right. and i love i love you know experiencing humans and i don't want to lose that love and i don't want to be afraid to go outside of my house i don't want to get was and i don't want to get like kids thinking riding around in you know trucks with a confederate flags thinking now they can just go do whatever they want when trump gets elected i don't crazy. think that I don't think I mean, it's already bad enough as it is, man. I mean, there's some kids down the street from here. You see those little grubsters? They're bad as hell. But they're actually, they're cool. (laughs) They break the law cool style. So it's like, man. You guys are okay. You guys are all right. (laughs) All right. I'll break the law with you. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm from the land uh, where people are right. Where are you from? In the south, right? I'm surprised you even. Alabama? I'm surprised you even. We gotta tell a Black Johnny Quest story real quick. Yo. You're from what? Oh yeah, because I always we took us like just because I meet you every time. I've met you 17 times and don't know who he is ever. Because <laughs> like, anytime I like, meet, I'm in some type of inebriation. It's <laughs> like I know you. What's your name? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Steve? <laughs> is it Steve? And so for the longest time, no, like whatever he said, name. I was just like, "That's it, man, Steve." Steve McCallahan. <laughs> nope. I, uh, I'm i bad. Pate, I'm sorry. <laughs> but you know what? Now I can never forget your name, though, because I have a homegirl named Sarah Pate. So I'll never forget your name. Probably a great person, too. Us, She's a badass. She's us awesome. Pates, us Pates stick together. There's like There was at one time... I'm like, a Pate person. Pate, Pate, Pate people. There was like four Pate Smiths on Facebook and uh, at one point, and I like made us a group. And yeah. we all like all the Pate Smiths would keep up with can each I other. Can I live stream this while I'm looking at it? I want to live stream. Yeah, I, I want to see. Can. I want to see the power of the internet. Yeah, was, you, you can do oh, it, man. Ooh, can we? No. Yeah, no. yeah right. Then you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> I know. No, I just no. like with the rest of it because I was I was about to say it. Like, no. Can we? Can we fill this up with Can We use this vodka. Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> 
Listen, I'm getting drunk tonight. I'm taking over. Hey, show today is going crazy. I don't care no more. I'm wilding out. I'm never going to wind up. You can't stop me. Fuck the cops. Not all of them, though. It's just the bad ones. But we were talking about that earlier. So Elliot was saying, like, when he talked to his daughter, you know, when he was like, all right, you just got to treat everybody different. I honestly feel like in the black community right now, it's like, treat every cop is, it could be bad because you don't know. You d- yeah, and let me speak because I haven't spoke. I'm playing glorified cameraman over here. I don't know why. And doing a you great job. You guys need job. to get an intern. To do oh, we will. We, we, we got, oh, we got intern. an intern. Where is Where is intern? No, there's two interns. Well, she's an intern for the record label, but I'll get her. Whatever, doesn't matter, girl. You don't worry about that. We'll get you. Go look at the player. Anyway, um, no. What I was saying on that to kind of expand, you know, uh, Johnny, man, you're talking about you know the life you grew up in and how your parents sacrificed fifty percent. Of who they were, mm-hmm. you know, white white parents, mm-hmm. you know, of who they were to raise you, right? All they know is black children. They All they know is black children, white, right? They don't have white kids. Right, right. And my my parents were black on both sides, you know, never had to sacrifice anything on that nature. But you know, being raised with you know a single parent family, my parents divorced really young, mm-hmm. so it was just my mother raised me. During the summertime, I went with my grandmother, uh, who lives in uh, Santa Barbara, really from California. So yeah. I used to take a trip from San Jose down to uh, Santa Barbara in the summertime. She owns a business, owned a business, 30 years, a flower shop. Mm-hmm. I worked in that flower shop with her for 30 years. The community the community she lived in was a military community, similar to Offit that we have here in Bellevue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I saw all types of people come into that shop. Okay, all types, Hispanic, white, black, mostly white for the most part, mm-hmm. but Hispanic as well because it was a, a, well, yeah, a, you got a flower field. It was a flower field. There was a strawberry field, you know, so a lot of the workers would come in as well uh, to my grandma's shop. But the simple fact of I always knew how to treat everybody who came in there, mm-hmm. and I knew how to treat my grandmother as well. And the respect I saw from there grew on me. So I'm not going to put it past any man, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying, or woman, how they're going to react or act towards me. Yeah. You know, so when we were talking earlier about how do you respond or how you tell your daughter, you know, how to respond to this whole incident, you know, that's happened, you know, you're saying, you know, dude, I'm black, this that third, you know. Love I'm everybody, all, man. It's not love hard. everybody, it's dude. Right. It's you not. Because they already, they already got you pinned to be this guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And you have to make, you have to change. And the thing is, is this, you have to attempt, and it's even sad that we have to do this. But as a black person, you have to attempt to change people's minds about you every day. And you don't even know these people. They don't exactly. even deserve your time. And you still have to do that. Exactly. And so, like, anytime I go, like, I'm covered in tattoos. I'm, I play loud music. I'm loud, obnoxious. I like to be happy. Like, I'm in a good mood. But I'm also outspoken. So, I mean, into, you know, um, um, someone who doesn't see black people that often... I'm, they're scared of that. And then they may view that as a threat. And it's one thing, but like how I was raised is to love every single person. Everybody. No matter what, who they are. Like, one thing that really touched me, uh, I think a couple years ago, this lady, or maybe it was two years, three years ago, this lady, this clan member was getting beat up, which I was like, yeah, beat his ass. And, but this black woman came up out of the crowd nowhere, a better woman than. Anybody. A better human than I'll ever be. Right. And shielded this man, this white man who was in a hate group. And that was probably, I bet you that just messed his whole head up. Like, I probably, the fact that he was even doing that, probably, I mean, like, if you go back, if you went back to your buddies and was like, yeah, uh, black people, no, 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 no. Okay, he may have done that, he might have done that, but I mean, that will never be left out of his mind. And I love to see maybe where he's at 
now. But I mean, that brought up so many things that I thought of. But that picture and that video will never ever leave my, uh, my I mean, mental. We talk about what's side. possible, but I mean, like, that's like what we have. Like, mm-hmm. that's what we have to do. That's it's like, like you got to kill people with kindness, and it's messed up. And you know, like violence will get people violence because we you know we could take it there. We could all go get guns, and we could all mask up, and we could all get. We could all ambush this and that, this and that, this and that, but that's not going to do anything. But but demonize, though, it's going to make it ten times worse. Exactly, goes back to that same root. What happened on Tuesday? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He had every right to have that firearm on him, mm-hmm. every right, every right. And what what does that do? You know, damn if you do, damn if you don't, right? Mm-hmm. Just like you talk about the uh, the whole presidency, the whole whole who's running for president. Yeah. Lesser of two evils, brother man. Yeah. Lesser of two evils. Who you gonna pick? Someone's got to sit in that seat. You know. And there's a time, I think, for violence. And I think there's a time for fighting and there's a time for making yourself known. It's when you're defending your life. And we feel like we are right now in this moment trying to defend our lives. Okay, I got a point. So I saw like three people on Facebook post this thing about how uh, revenge and violence um, are not the answer, etc. And then under that, on one of them, somebody posted, uh, like one of my black friends posted... You notice how you said one black friend. I, I don't know where that person is. I got a, I got at least two. Two? That's me. I think. Is it? No, I'm kidding. Me and me, probably. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're here right now, right. I guess. Only two, <laughs> only two on my Facebook. How are we doing? Thing. We got some people watching Yeah, here? we got yeah, some. We got, people, we got viewers are coming out on it. And you better turn in. <laughs> Ain't no joke. Can they like um, re? Can they like re look at this later? Yeah, yeah. It's a Friday night. We understand it's a Friday night. So Either you're out protesting or you're going to the club. Which one is it? I was. It's not revenge. We feel like we're being attacked. Yes. And so, for the second, I was like, whoa. And so, then the thought that came into my mind was like, okay, so we're talking about revenge, but then, like, if you are feeling attacked, that makes complete sense. Like, why would you not feel like mm-hmm. you should resort to violence if that's how you feel? And I don't think this is, that's the right answer. I feel like the American police force needs to have, and I'll talk about this further, but to, to, to respond to what you're saying, it needs to... It, uh, we, I feel, I shouldn't say we, me personally as a black American feel like that the American police force is trying to, it's Neo Jim Crow. They're trying to put us in our place, you know, you know, and then, and that where, where, obe- why should, why should I even have to say yes or no, sir? Why, why do I even have to speak to you like that? First of all, I don't know you. Second of all, you're not in this neighborhood. You're not from here. You're this out of town person who moved here and you're telling me what I'm doing wrong in my own neighborhood, what I do probably every day in my life. And it's something as trivial as selling a cigarette. Or, I mean, which is legal, but you give them a ticket. You know what I mean? It's, it's, that's, that's, and the, the, those, those few, your friends are a reflection of you. Your mom always told you. Yes, yes. Those, 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 there's 90% of cops, there's 10% are making a bad name for everybody. Right. I think what needs to happen with policing in America is the police should have took uh, took the initiative on this. The police should be promoting racial awareness. The police should be getting involved in different neighborhoods and bringing people together. The police should be recruiting in neighborhoods to get people of that neighborhood policing their own neighborhood. The police in the neighborhood watch should be the same thing to where they're not they're going home and they're closing their doors and they're saying, all right, bye, see you later. And their badges are their car, cop cars parked outside. You know what I mean? The police should be doing that. But obviously, we don't live in that type of, you know, what's that movie? What's the Jake Gyllenhaal? 
Uh, Pleasantville. Yeah, thanks. Uh, I was on top of that. Yeah, yeah Pleasantville. Yeah. Oh, you got it right away. That's right. Yeah, so I've never not, seen that. You haven't seen Pleasantville? Uh, what? Uh, 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 As a Caucasian American, you have it, never seen yeah. Pleasantville. Everybody, uh, I've seen Pleasantville. I've you seen, seen Pleasantville. Pleasantville. Uh-uh. That movie's lit. Yeah. It's I, crazy. James. Uh, yeah. I mean, um, Jake Gyllenhaal. It wasn't Jake. Wasn't, Jake, wasn't it old boy? It wasn't Toby McGuire? Toby McGuire, not yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal. They all the same. Anyway. Yeah, they're the same person. Yeah, pretty much. But what's his name? Uh, anyways, I was gonna say Dave Chappelle did a skit on that one right, too. Like, right, but isn't that but, dope how I pull it out? Because you even got the wrong actor by saying who you're talking about. Yeah, Tony McGuire. Yeah, he liked the post I mentioned that movie in. Anyway, <laughs> but like, uh, so, but it's not Pleasantville anymore. It's not this perfect place, and where it's just, just, you know, it's not just black and white, man. It's gray, purple, pink. Everything's going on, and this, the police need to be on top of it. If they, I mean, what do you think you're doing? When there's a, a drop in applications, then they, the police force is low all over the country and they need people. They're going to hire all, any Tom, Dick, and Harry off the street, you know? All right, here's my thing with the, and I've said this since college, and I'm not anti-police by any means, but I know like three dudes that were cops. Four dudes are cops. And most of them were good, but like, uh, and you know, I always wanted to be policemen, mm-hmm. went to college to be policemen. But then you've got like the random one or two dudes that's like, ah, oh, I got this chick pregnant, uh, so I'm going to quit, you know, playing junior college you baseball. You're the police force. Quit playing junior college baseball and I'll just be a cop. Mm-hmm. And that's not the mindset that we want individuals that have these jobs to have. Like, you should be a policeman mm-hmm. because you want to help. to help people. You, you care about people, so, like, you should be a policeman. Exactly. It's like, and it's not like, well, I didn't have shit else to do, so I joined the force. You hear that so much, so much from people who are, like, on the street. You can talk to many cops, they'll tell you. And, and like, dude, I know cops. There's a cop I went to Central with. He played football, didn't go far, ended up on the Omaha Police Force. And that dude is, like, a dick, man. Like, I tried to talk, like, hey, I went to Central with you. And, like, and the thing is, is, like, he's a person of color, too. But it's like, they have this protector. Is he own. jacked? Huh? Is he is he jacked? He's a big boy, but I don't know if he's jacked or I was about to say. He, I think but if he played football for Central, you know what I'm talking about. No, he he he's from Alabama. Oh, you when you get you didn't get here? You, I don't know if you've seen him, but he's big he's a big boy, but like um it's just like like that, like man, like I'm just trying to talk to you, like because my at the time of where when I was dating, this was before I was married, way before I was married, uh was in trouble with the law and I went to go, you know, console her while she was go follow her to the jail to bail her out. So like um. Anyways, it's like you know that experience. Like, why was that so? What did I do to you to make you so angry? They're angry. People are angry, and you know you can see it. Even even police are angry, and police don't trust people. But I'm not gonna hurt you. I'm not gonna hurt you. Most people aren't gonna hurt you. People but I mean, just... that's not like the narrative that's being expressed. The narrative that ex- being expressed isn't hey. Uh, I'm not gonna hurt you, policeman. I'm here and glad you're here. It's like you're scared of them, and they're scared of you. And I speak to cops. I go, hi, officer, before I go into a place anywhere, just so I can make my presence known, so they don't. And that's just shitty pain that I have to do that. But it's like they, it's, it's being scared, fear this, fearing that. It's just there's there's no there's no dialogue there's no proper proper um you know they don't listen to us and they're taught they're taught that black people are inherently violent do you think that's true no (laughs) no i'm saying do you think that that you really think they're taught that 
It, yeah, and it's and it's small things. It's news. It's what you see in the media every day. It's what their parents say about them. They're like, oh, honey, another Negro. Duh, 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 duh. Um, we're looking for a black man, six foot one, 250 pounds with dreadlocks. That describes fucking 50 people I know right now. If that's what they put on the news. And then when they say, you know, um, a Caucasian man robbed the bank. I was like, a man, five, nine, scraggly hair. And, you know, burger stains on his tank top. And he was listening to <laughs> Def Leppard and his Chevy Z freaking 80 whatever. And, like, that's going on. So, but, like, they, 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 they're, they're, people are taught to be afraid of us. They think that we all have guns. They think that we're gangsters. They think that we're tattoos. We have tattoos because we have tattoos. Uh, there's so many different types of black people. It's crazy. Like, I mean... You cannot judge books by its cover. That's why I don't judge other people by the cover. Because I was taught as a child not to. I was taught that I'm beautiful for who I am. Everything about me is beautiful. So why well, isn't if that's like me, then why isn't everybody else? Everyone else, I should assume that everyone else is like that. No, nah, but how were they taught? That's how I'm taught, though. That's, that's how I'm taught. How were they taught? Oh, that. But how they were they were taught to hate. They were taught to. Well, are you you can't assume that for them? No, though. you can't assume. But okay. but the society they were brought up in automatically is in their subconscious. So all the TV they're seeing, it's is a subliminal messaging Thank and it's you. ingrained okay. and it's and See, I don't know because I mean Well it's like this, man. When you if you look at, for example, who's the doctor? I forget her name. She was from um she ran an amazing study on um black um on how it is to be black and she would talk she was the eye test color thing. We did it in grade school but the video just recently resurfaced. But um one of the things was is uh you or the videos where they give kids dolls and they say what's wrong with that doll? And it's because ugly because it's black. Oh, I see that. And it's yeah, what yeah. that's what that's this proof right there. It's well, my dad said black dude. You know how many times I heard that growing up in school? Yeah. My dad said black, 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 and then you hear it, and then like, and then it's really bad as white people when they say it, they catch themselves and they're like, oh shit, a black person's around. You know what I mean? And I wonder why. Like, I'm I they can't, and it might be the parents. My parents might be fine and great, but it could be their friends. It could be how they view the news, and if they're only seeing every night on Channel 6 over and over and over, a black man in this, a black man in that, a black man in this, a black man in that, a Hispanic man in this, a Hispanic man in that, it's going to see it. When they do, they do these boys dirty out here, okay? Why does my guy, Trayvon Martin, why does my guy, Michael Brown, why does uh, my guy, uh, Eric Garner, why do all these people get portrayed as this this not this uh, uncontrollable rage-filled animal super predator. When a super predator is a man who stalks a woman all night at a party and rapes her outside of a dumpster, but because that boy can swim, we don't want him to have a bad effect on him. You know, on him. Okay, here's my question. So let me let me get through this. So for real, I want to pose this entire thing to you. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's take me for example. Mm-hmm. I grew up. And I was exposed to that same media. I was exposed to those same people. Why do I not have that view? Can I ask you a question? Can I answer your question? Yeah. Ask you? Where, uh, wh- how old were you when you first saw a black child or decided to be friends with or anything, or interacted with a person of a different color? I mean, like, I'm from Alabama, so maybe three, three two, years old. Okay. two or three, one, and as long as I can remember. Were your sleepovers when you were a kid, did you have black kids there? Yeah. So, and who were your parents? What were they, what did they instill in you growing up 
as you see, because racism is more prevalent down there. You'll see, and it actually, it's kind of crazy because like Atlanta is like a safe haven. You know what I mean? But like, it's debatable. It's, what you, but oh, debatable definitely. Outside Atlanta, it can get dangerous. Georgia's no nothing to play with. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? But I mean, Atlanta is an awesome place to be black in America. Like down there in Atlanta, like especially in a place where there's all black cops, there's all it's all black neighborhoods, all everyone's interacting with you know, it's you know it's kind of it's kind of sad, but that's how it is. But what where 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 were your what were your parents, what were their moral their set of moral values, and how did they instill those into you? That would be my question. I mean, you know, that's what does your dad say? I ask myself that question constantly because I mean, I want to grow. I want. Have you ever you heard them say the word nigger around you? Your whole life? Not that I can think of. Then, I mean, that might help. Have you but, ever... I mean, there's other people. I'm from Alabama, so yeah. I heard it I'm all sure the time. people in your family. Are, yeah, yeah, all the time, constantly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I always knew it was wrong, right? Like, mm-hmm. I always knew to not see that division. Yeah. So, the question then comes, and I think most people are like me. And I think, you know, I think most pe- white people for sure are like me. Because, uh, you know, most of my friends... But they need to stand up. If they like, if it's like this man is like, one thing, and I'm sorry to interrupt you, but one thing I will say is, as, uh, as if you are a white American and you understand the plight of black Americans and you have the opportunity to be mobile and vocal about it, if you see something, say something. I mean, I don't know know that I I do understand the plight of a black American. Well, and you know, you may not, but if you get the hint of something that if someone said that to you about you, if you didn't like it, if you feel that was wrong, say something. Oh, Help for sure. I mean, it's yeah, like, yeah. but it's like helping our fellow men. Like I went, it'd been like three years. I'm Catholic. It's been three years since I went to confession and shit. I went to confession last year. Like one of my penance was like, do something nice to people and do something nice for someone random. And, um, I was like, all right. And so, but then I started like, you know, I'm gonna continue this and I'm already nice. Like I try to do what I can and, and like, you know, like, I have no problem giving people money. It's like, cause like, especially like, you know, um, you know, our homeless population, and people who are still struggling with poverty. And even when I was a kid, we used to go around, drive around and give Christmas presents to, the, to at-risk youth and stuff like that. We try to always help. I try to do my part. You know, I've done a lot. And, we, you know, we still would make believe records. We raise money for school, Detroit schools every year. But it's just like, man, it's been such a long time since I actually looked at myself and what am I doing as me every day to affect change and to, you know, to affect, to affect change positive, positively and to and push it and keep pushing it and it's like is doing that is like being a good speaking out and like you you speaking on this is a is doing a justice of at least on your part and you as a person you're making your 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 beliefs known that's important and especially as you know because listen right now dog if we went to if say we were both in the same suit and went to go speak those dudes are going to listen to you more than they're going to listen to me and it's not like and I wish they was, you know, and, they, and some that might be wrong, but some of those people are going to be able to take what you're saying, even if we're saying the same thing. Oh, You'd be sure, surprised yeah. just because of solely how on how I look. And, you know, as long as you can go to sleep every night and remember that and remember to instill that in your, your two twins. And so when they're growing up, they can be like us right here talking about the, the problems of today, but with love, peace and respect for one another. That's like, that's that, that's that shit that makes you sane. That's that thing that you want to you want to instill, and so it's like you know maybe you're blessed, man. Maybe you're just blessed, or you know you are someone who's spiritually you know inclined to other people, and you're and you could just be someone who doesn't care <laughs> how someone looks. You just like you know we you, you, you take we take Martin Luther and Malcolm X to heart, and we judge on the character 
Are we, are we not supposed to? I mean, that's not why. I mean, that's what America is, is giving everyone a benefit of the doubt and giving them a chance to succeed. And that's the way I'm seeing it. It's not happening. But I think it's our job to make it happen. It is our job to make it happen. And it's our job to tell the police what we want because they work for us. But they are <laughs> definitely a, a form of uh, arm, man. Notorious B.I.G. with the KKK on his shirt. And it says in a big, in a white, there's pictures of Ku Klux Klan members in a, on his shirt and on it says future police officer. Dead real, dude. That's they do. I mean, it's real. And, you know, there's parties with places out of town. You go, you better not get caught out there. Like, as a black man? Mm-hmm. Where? Because I want to, I mean, like, that's something I don't know about. Because obviously, I like, mean, anywhere that's not a, it's not a strong black population. Like, West Omaha? No, but I'd say, like, out in, um, I flipped a car out in Mount Damon before. I actually died out there in 2006. I like, through a sunroof. It was crazy. And, uh, but, like, a cop, the old cop, I remember the cop saying, oh, color boy, we're going to flip this truck. And I was like, fuck, does he mean color boy? You know, and that's, was like, and that's 45 minutes outside of Nebraska and Iowa. Mm. I was camping out there, getting lifted, drinking and wilding, and I made some bad decisions. But... I was in 2006. I was a kid. I learned my lessons a blessing. But, like, it's like, you know, um, it's, I think what we have to, what we have on our hands is um, a failure to, to acknowledge each other in a, in a, in a positive way. And, and predominantly it is, uh, it's uh, white people that are doing it. And we need to, we need to find, we need to find a resolution. We need to, we need to change minds. And we need to be working together. For sure, for sure. Where am I? I'm here. All right, cool. For sure, you know what I'm saying? Black Johnny Quest just ended out on a really good note there. We do need to find a resolution. You know, we need to find a positive outlet of how we can actually sit down and have a conversation, right? Dialogue. Dialogue is important. Talk, talk, talk. Get out there. Talk. If you don't know somebody that, you meet somebody on the street, he's black, he looks different than you, and you say, how are you doing today? Don't be afraid. We'll say what's up. We'll That's say right. peace. Start with me and him. Start with me. You can come talk to me. Black Johnny Quest, what's good? Nothing. Stay away from my family. <laughs> I mean, sorry, that, that was bad. Bro. That was very bad. That was very bad. But nonetheless, you know, if he, if he, if he shuns you away, I'll still give you love. You I'll give anyone love. But hey, man. give it back for sure all day. Uh, definitely, if you guys are just tuning in, appreciate it. I know we could, we've been very long-winded. Black we've been all Johnny, over the place. I'm sorry. I didn't. We I don't think we really even. We, we just talked about so many things. It wasn't. Really, it wasn't very structured. But you have to excuse it. It's not. a Friday. You know, it's hot up here in the attic. Uh, Johnny was a little late, but hey, you know, he was protesting, so he's he's forgiven for that right there. I was ripping right? and gripping. That's right. Hey, mm-hmm. don't forget where you guys are listening to us right now. Hopefully, it's going to be on the internet later on. iTunes, SoundCloud. You know, we're going to be on there. A black guy and a white guy went in the studio. Definitely check us out. Subscribe to that. I'm Elliot W. Harris. This is Hey G. Smith. And this is. Uh, Black Johnny Quest, I want to say thank you to everyone and uh, thank you for having this discussion and bringing up topics like this. And it's so refreshing to have a, a podcast like this. I want to say what's up, everybody in the city, Omaha, love you, peace, love, harmony, respect, and power unto you, and blessings be upon you. All right. When, <laughs> when that new album gonna drop? <laughs> <laughs> album's coming. Album's, album's coming. coming soon. Yeah, but we ain't gonna talk about Get that. Get in the shit. studio, dude. All right. Anyway, uh-huh. hey. We're out. Thanks again for everybody watch or listening and watching. Whatever, subscribe, please. Black guy and a white guy uh, walk into a studio. This has been Elliot W. Harris, Paige G. Smith. Much love. Peace. This has been the podcast of Omaha, Nebraska. Featuring Elliot W. Harris and Pete Smith. This is it. You've been listening to a black guy and a white guy walked into the studio. Transmission terminated.
Join us next time.